Welcome to the Be Still Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, an avid yoga teacher, wellness junkie, diehard organizer, and fearless business leader. This podcast is a place where I'll sit down with everyday people, entrepreneurs, and business owners to talk all things and all questions about health and wellness, Christianity, and small business. I hope you leave here feeling empowered to be your authentic self and share your story with the world. Thanks for showing up and being here. week I'm releasing a little bit later than normal and the reason I'm doing so is because it is the end of March, March 31st, 2021, April 1st, 2021, which crosses over the end of three months into this new year, the end of a quarter. So I thought I would release today as a time to reflect and just take a inventory on where we're at with our goals, with our list, with our word of the year. So let's jump back to recap episode one when I launched my podcast talking about what is your word of the year. And a word of the year, if you go back to that show and take a listen, is something that really you can use to align your year and keep focus on where you're headed. Um, It's kind of your purpose, your vision, and just really where you want to spend your time and energy into 2021. And so my word of the year was commitment. It was commitment to myself, commitment to my faith, commitment to others, commitment to my body, my health, my family, all of the things that we kind of have continuously moving in motion was staying committed to those things in front of me. And some of what that also looked like was staying committed to this podcast. And so thank you for sharing this journey with me. Thank you for listening in. Um, It's been an interesting experience. I'll say that for sure. It's been some learning curves. And it's also taken a lot of commitment. Uh, I didn't want to film this episode. I There's been several episodes that I haven't really wanted to jump on and talk to an open space of no one. But every time I continue to release, I just remind myself that's one step in that commitment journey and following the word of my year, staying on track and on course. So where are you at right now? Where are you at the end of your first quarter of your word of the year? Maybe you haven't spent a lot of time focusing on that word, and that's okay. Maybe you have been crushing it on that word, and awesome. High five. Way to go, friends. So what I wanted to talk about today was not only your word of the year, but then also your 21 for 2021 goals. And I might have briefly mentioned this in the first podcast, but I thought it was a good time to just do a self-reflection and check-in for myself and then to share that with you if it's maybe something you want to start for 2021. But first, before we get there, if you are struggling to keep focus on your 21 word of the year, here are a few tips that I will walk through that have helped me. And I'm hopeful that you can take one or two of these little nuggets away to help you. And then I'm going to get into what my 21 for 2021 goals were and activities um, because I really, I get excited about that. And I think that it'll be something great for you to add if you haven't started it. So for your 21 word of the year, if you are doing great at it, keep up what you're doing. Take time in the end of this first quarter to maybe just reevaluate, take a little bit of time to journal about what has been working, what hasn't been working, and maybe just list a few things that you can take action on. 
on if things are going well, maybe what can you keep doing, um, or maybe what could you stop doing. Now, if you're maybe struggling a little bit and your word of the year hasn't really been at the focus and at the forefront of your of your mind, maybe you take some of these tips with you to help reframe and shift your mindset to really focus on that 21 word of the year. So first, I'll tell you, find your community and tell people. Having an accountability partner is huge. So my accountability partner is, of course, my lovely boyfriend, Drew. We both know each other's word, and so we keep each other accountable to that word, especially as we see actions or things that we're doing that may not align with that word. We remind each other, hey, come back. Where are we focusing the energy this year? That's not where it is. Let's focus here. It might be a friend, it might be a family member, it might even just be social media. This for me is you all here on the podcast. This is me telling you my word is commitment and saying that out loud. I don't want to let you all down. Even if one person listens to this, we never want to feel like we're out there saying one thing but doing another thing, right? So that's my commitment to you all, keeping me accountable on my word. Secondly, if you need some time to put forward to take action here is to do those things I just mentioned. If you were doing well, journal. Why hasn't that word been at the forefront? What are the roadblocks? What are the barriers? How can we change that for the next day, for the next week, for the next month, and eventually several months into the end of the year? Be realistic though when you're journaling about this, right? If your word is a pretty lofty word, Maybe just take some time to say what is actually realistic that I can do rather than putting out something that is so unattainable that you know will be difficult. And then planning, of course. It's crucial to plan. So if your word like commitment is mine, if it's commitment for my health, planning to be able to make healthy decisions on foods or exercises is part of that plan too. So depending on what your word is, maybe you take some time and plan out some strategies in order for you to stay with that word. So those are my tips for you on your word of the year to stay on track in order to get back on track. But the most important thing, if you go back to listen to episode one, is that if you don't have a word, you can get your word now. Maybe your word hasn't actually come to you, which is okay. It's not that you have to have one. Your word will come to you in the right moment and it might not be the right time. So don't stress it and don't push it. If you're also thinking about maybe your word has changed, that's okay too. Guess what? Things change. Things happen. Take that word for what it is and move with it for the rest of 21. It might be the best thing that you needed in order to just really have a great year. So I encourage you, head back, listen to how you can get a word of the year, word of the year, how your words come to you, the purposes of it, all of that good stuff is back in episode one. And then take a listen here about how you can stay committed to that. So that's my check-in for the word of the year. I'll say if I rate myself, let's take a rating of like one to 10 on how I'm doing with the word of the year, 10 being like crushing it and one being need a little bit of help. I'd say I'm right in the middle. Um, if you follow along with me or have been on my journey and you follow me on social, you've probably known that I'm going through a lot of change right now and change obviously makes commitment a little bit hard. And so I would say I'm right about a five, right in the middle of the ball game. I've been committed on some parts, but I can feel commitment sliding 
and not being there in other parts. Where I feel I'm doing really well is commitment with my relationships with Drew particularly. A um, little bit of fitness, I'm about half committed. I could do better at my eating, especially sugar. I'm terrible when I'm stressed and going through change, eating too much sugar. And then lastly, my faith. I would say I'm maybe about half there too. I was doing a lot of devotionals and staying really in the Word of God in the mornings, and that has slid a little bit with a lot of the change that I've been experiencing. And so that will be my next focus over the next few weeks and into the next months is to get that commitment back. So I'm about a five, so I'm not perfect, and I don't strive to be because perfection is not real and it is not attainable. So that's a different podcast. Let's save that topic for another day. But today, let's dive into a little bit more to add on to that word of the year. Let's add on 21 for 2021. So this is something I started about two years ago when a friend recommended it to me. And it's creating a list of like 21 things or activities or goals, if you want to call them that, that you would do for 2021. So my list included things like releasing this podcast Um, going and visiting new states, going to maybe a winery with certain friends, trying to visit state parks in Wisconsin, um, volunteering, finishing some yoga training, reading a chapter of the Bible a month, uh, spending time with certain people, taking dance lessons, going to maybe a coffee sampling or a weekend away, a spontaneous trip, etc. So that um, are all things that are on my 21 for 2021 list. And where this came from is actually Gretchen Rubin, who has the Happier podcast. And she, in her research about happiness, has shown that um, when you have terms and concrete goals that are very specific, you're probably 50% more likely to feel confident that you're going to obtain them rather than being able to not attain them. So when we write these things down and we have them in front of us, we're more likely to say, yes, we're going to get those goals done. And so that's what we did here with kind of my list for the year was to be able to have a goal to say, I'm going to get those things done, but I love to make them a little bit more stretch goals, some ta-da goals, some just try it and do it goals. Not everything has to be cut and dry. Um, personal health or personal growth or business orientated. And so I'm hoping that as I put some of these on here, some of them are outside of my comfort zone. Some of them are specific to do with Drew. Some of them are things on my own to be able to keep my singleness and my, my personality and myself in check and things that I like to do. And then some of them are also with other friends just to be sure that I'm spending time with those individuals. And so the reason I like this as well is what you can do is use this list to align with your word of the year. Now, mine doesn't necessarily do that, but you can do that. If your word of the year is something you're keeping at the forefront, you can use your goals, your 21 list of things to align with that word. So let's dive in a little bit on mine and I'm going to show you where I am. So my list for 21 was to launch a podcast show. I've done that. Visit a new state, which was going to be Tennessee, and I've done that. And this podcast is actually being recorded in Tennessee. We went to visit some family there. Visit a winery with some friends, waiting for some summer months in Wisconsin to do that. So I haven't done that one yet. Take a cooking class or a lesson. Have not done that yet. 
visit 10 state parks in Wisconsin. We have visited two so far, so we are doing well on that, two in the first three months. Read or listen to six books. Ooh, I think I've only started one, so I'm a little behind on that one. I'm reading Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. It's fantastic. Two camping trips with my friend Yancey waiting for the summer months and I know those will be great because we will now be living in two different cities so it'll be really intentional to be committed to that relationship because she's a super dear friend and a woman of God that just has so much fire in her and I love her. Invite and cook a family dinner twice. So this will be interesting too so I'm moving different cities so this will be a good intentional one to bring family to my new home and cook them dinner. International travel, visit a new country. We'll see if that happens. Let's hope. Love to travel, so I hope so. Finish my yoga faith, yoga faith master's program. Ooh. So my yoga faith master's program is 300 hours of training. It's a online and self-study program. I started it a year ago, and I've not completed module one, and there's four modules. So say a prayer for me. I got a lot of work to do. Visit the farmer's market through the summer months, so May through September, trying to make a point to go to the farmer's market once each month. Go solo skiing or snowmobiling. Well, we no longer have snow in Wisconsin, so we'll see if this happens in November or December. The next several ones are spending specifically with Drew, so things that we wanted to do together. Volunteer at a food bank or somewhere in our local community. We haven't done that yet, but with our move, we talk of cooking a smog for friends back home. Hasn't hasn't happened yet. It's also been really cold out, so some warmer months will bring that one to our list. Take a dance lesson or a class. That'll be fun when we do it. Haven't done it yet. Go to the NASCAR Road America race. We don't think that one's going to happen. We'll probably cross that off and put something else there. This is a good thing about the list for 21 you can do whatever you want with it, and if you know it's not going to happen, just make something new. It's okay. Let's see. Spontaneous road trip. We are pumped to do that. We can't wait. Hasn't happened yet, but once we get this house sale, I know we will. Complete six adventure challenges. We started the adventure challenge book, and we have done for sure one. We might have done two already this year. Spend a weekend in Minneapolis. Hasn't happened yet. Coffee sampling date. We both love coffee, so we thought it'd be fun to go to like a coffee brewer and just do some coffee sampling and just learn more about coffee. Hasn't happened yet. Try 10 new pizza places. We have tried one, and we intend to try one on this trip to Tennessee, so we'll have two there. And then my last, oh, the visit 10 state parks was also specifically with Drew. And then my last one, um, our faith-related, is spend time with God and read one chapter of the Bible a month. I need to put those back on my priority list because that's my commitment to faith alignment. And reading one chapter of the Bible a month has not happened. So I will need to recap and get a little bit better on that one. So that is where I'm at on my 21 for 2021 list. Hopefully that gave you some encouragement to maybe create your own list. I encourage you, though, to allow this list to evolve and to have some flexibility for change with the last 30 days, buying a new house and listing my house and moving to a new city two hours away, 
was not what I intended when I started my 21 year, especially with my word and this list. So having a little bit of grace and commitment to just allow flexibility is going to be critical. Um, just know though that you can also articulate your aim. So like I said, mention it with your word of the year, align it with that, but be really articulate when you want to do that. So if you notice on some of mine, I didn't just say visit skate parks. I said 10. I didn't say go to the farmer's market. I said once a month through May and first September. That's where that realistic goals, those specific goals really come into alignment. And then again, share with others. Get this out there, put it somewhere. That's why I'm sharing it with you. That's why I'm saying it to the world. When you say these things, you will be more committed to doing them. So that is my recap and hopefully some inspiration for you this week. Again, I just thought it would be a great time frame knowing that we're at the end of the first quarter of the year. It's so hard to believe three months has passed. And so if you are like, I had, don't even have my word, I haven't even made goals, it doesn't matter. Just start where you are today. Meet yourself right where you need to today. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. There's actually a really great Bible verse too that says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own issues. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. Worry about right now. What is the next thing you can do to push yourself one step forward? So today for me, it's honestly releasing this podcast, being so vulnerable and honestly, vulnerability is courageous. I'm reading so much about that in Brene Brown's book. It's amazing. It's giving me some fire inside me. But this right here, recording this podcast, is that step forward. I'm learning every single day. I'm not perfect at it. I know that. I'm not, you know, tearing down the walls that I'm not having millions of followers. And I don't care about that. What I care about is being committed, being committed to myself being committed to my goals, being committed to the people that I've said that I'll be here and that I'll give you something to listen to that hopefully will bring you some encouragement throughout your week. So that's what I'm doing here today, friends. That's why I'm here on this podcast. And that's what my goals are for 21, to stay committed. With that, next week I will be back with another meditation episode. It'll probably come about the middle of the week again because I will be traveling. So by the time I get that recorded and up, it might be the middle of the week. But maybe I'll surprise you. I like to keep things a little bit spontaneous, even though I know all the rules say that you're supposed to be committed to a certain schedule and committed is my word. But sometimes I just fall a bit short and that's okay. So until next time, friends, I hope that you are courageous. I hope that you find inspiration. And I hope that you reach out to me. If you're looking for those people to share, to be accountable, drop me a note. I would be more than happy to be your accountability buddy. I need one myself most days. So head on over to Instagram at Be Still Beth. Go to Facebook, Be Still Health and Wellness. Follow everything along there. Or my website. Drop me a little note there. BeStillHealthAndWellness.com And as always, till next time, be well.